The following episode is brought to you by babies. Little human beings who can't really express love, express love or really tell you anything other than what they need. And yet we still continue to have them. Babies. These policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sleeping with the Elephant! It's February 14th, and welcome to episode number 98, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard. Joining me is resident Canadian Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Where am I? This isn't I sleep. Nope. It's not sleep. I could be not, napping uh, right now. This is a podcast. Yeah. Despite popular belief, you know, we continue to record. Can I fall asleep to this? Sure. Totally. If you want to. In fact, I invite anybody. If you want to download our show only to fall asleep to it later, I don't know why you'd fall asleep to my voice, but hey, I don't judge. I will make soothing ocean sounds. All right. You need to stop doing that. (laughs) Ryan's gotten a little loopy. Ah! Sorry. Wow. It's been a little while. It's been about a month. A month and and a half. And there has been, uh, you know, normally our reasons are pretty half-assed. Normally our reasons are, you know, we don't really like each other that week or we're tired or we just generally want to sleep. Or it's just like a week of Trump stuff. And come on, like that. Everybody talks about Trump and Trump likes being talked about. It's like one of his favorite topics is Trump. (laughs) I think that gives him power. He's like uh, he's like Voldemort, right? You don't want to say his name. Sure, I'm not sure how that's how that worked, but okay, cool. So oh, Ryan, this Harry Potter. Uh, okay, yeah, sorry. Um, you know, I've had to deal with some life stuff. My wife had shoulder surgery and all that stuff, and she's recovering and all that's that good, good. You know, it's just yeah, it's it's all good. You know, things are progressing well on that front. But you, mm. you have had um, what I would classify as more of a life change. Yeah, no, I'm a father now. It's happened. Oh, God. Yeah. To uh your son right my lovely son we had no idea what the sex was going to be mm-hmm. we found out as it was uh as it was exiting no that's not right as it was being sure, presented i going. don't know i don't know i'm tired we we um we did a podcast uh i do a podcast with my lovely wife ashley who who was fantastic uh called so i married a podcaster at ryan and ashley.ca in which we go into detail i don't think like we went we talked about the last three weeks for about 20 minutes and that's where all the detail lies but i mean the the core juicy bits of information glad i finished that sentence is gonna be well we'll talk about it here i'm i'm ask me anything ama ryan gives uh helps bring a child into this world go i you know, I have my own questions. Sure. I'm more concerned about the listening audience at this point. So if you don't want to listen to what Ryan has to say about this, um, mm. you know, skip ahead. I don't care how long. Just skip ahead. Why would they want we'll, to skip? It's the miracle of birth. It, you and I have a different definition of a miracle. Um, what? Okay. First off, we'll mm. we'll start with the basics. 
uh, can you tell me what the name was going to be had it been a woman? Oh, no. Because uh, you never know. Like, we might have, like, we are planning to have more kids. And if the second okay. kid comes around, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely that one. So we'll call it, we have that name in reserve. So When was his birthday? His birthday, he was born January 22nd at 1249 okay. p.m. Okay. How long was she in the thick of it? Uh, it was about eight hours. Yeah. Eight? Eight hours. Eight? Is that too long? Is that too much? This was her first child? Yeah. Oh, dude, you have no idea how uh, easy you got off. Well, basically what happened was... <laughs> you was... seriously... Like, 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 okay, Aaron was in labor for over 24 hours, and that was considered normal. Oh, man. Well, Ashley... Uh... <laughs> Ashley's water broke around four and I woke up with all the lights on and I, and I hear in the bathroom, Ryan, Ryan, I think my water broke. And I'm like, Oh shit. Well, should we call the hospital? <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably. So and then, and then she, we got to the hospital and she said she felt nauseous, which is like never Ashley never feels nauseous. So I knew something was up and, and then it was like, yeah, it's go time. And then like six hours later I had a baby Dude, son. I, I hate you. Uh, it's fine. I really don't like you right now. Um, okay, so and you've been off work since then, yes? You've been I, just taking care of the wife. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am on parental leave. Uh, I've been on parental leave for the last three weeks, and I will be on parental leave until mid-April. Uh, okay. Which I am. I am. Yeah, I'm on parental leave. That's it's a been a lot of fun. Time. Yeah, and, but you know what? It's interesting. Uh, I have the opportunity to take it, and I know a lot of people have talked to me and said, like, ah, oh, you know, it's not normally what the guy does, but. Frankly, I uh, don't think I'd be as much help if I was going to work for eight hours. Oh, a day. totally. Like, like in all honesty, I uh, like it's totally. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, it's, I, I, like I, people have thought often, like, "Hey, that's you know, it's not it's so, it's not the cultural thing to do." Um, yeah. But, but I, I will I, say, okay, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I understand. I understand that, you know. A lot of people don't have that opportunity, but I was lucky enough to have that opportunity to take it, and, and it was kind of a no-brainer to me. And um, and I'm not saying everybody else, everybody should do it, because I know everybody's situation is different. But uh, in my current uh, situation, it was kind of like, yeah, of course I. And I've loved I've loved every second of it because I've been able to just take care of Caden. Yeah, his name's Caden, Caden George Murphy, okay. and I, we should have said that right off the bat, but yeah, I've just been lucky enough to be able to take care of him and hold him and, and keep him busy while Ashley gets a couple of extra winks, although I think she's awake now for some reason. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the boy's asleep. He is. Well, he's at least downstairs um, being uh, babysat by uh, my sister-in-law. But, um, oh, okay. Cool. He, he, he's very easygoing. We've only had a couple nights where he would... Um, He'd be super cranky. There was one day where he was cranky from like one till ten, and then Ashley was like, "You need to, you need to take him for a drive or something." So she went to bed. I took him for a drive. An hour later, he was asleep. But I was sure. paranoid, right? Like once you get a baby to sleep after like nine hours of crying, interrupted by feedings, in which you know your your lovely wife is just super frazzled by the end of it, of just because she's the one that has oh, yeah. to like hold him and feed him and hold him and feed him and listen to the crying. And I'm I'm super paranoid. I put him in his swing, and I'm like, I'm not gonna leave my eyes off this kid until he wakes up. In which was a bad plan. It's like the worst kind of chicken you can play with a, with a young infant. Because if they've that's been gonna, crying all day, that's and then gonna you, come back to bite you. Yeah, they took a car ride for an hour, and they're ha fast asleep. 
the, the amount, I finally called Chicken at 4 a.m., in which he finally woke up as soon as I was going to put him in his crib. So You'll, you'll get over it. Oh, yeah. You know it's, I mean? it's temporary. And, and he has his good days and he has his bad days. And his bad days really aren't that bad. Like he's well, just, it's good. Yeah. No, it's been very good. I, I'm enjoying every moment. It's, it's amazing. And some great, great pictures. Getting some awesome pictures of Caden. And he's just super photogenic and has lovely little reactions to everything. It's, it's, it's been a good time. Any, do you have any other questions? Any other burning thoughts? Well, you know, I was just going to commend you. Like, I had a very odd experience because I took the maximum amount of time that I was allowed to be taken off yeah. for uh, for my parental leave, which was, I think, a total of seven weeks, That's something like that, at least in the state of California, which is not bad. The vast majority of men especially do not take that time. Yeah, um, the, I, was, uh, I, was, I was different in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I'll be on. I, like I even I, you know, most people. You know what? Everyone at my job was okay with this. I had one um, person actually say that that was the that was a good call and actually commend me for doing it. So I thought that was pretty neat. I've had mu- multiple experiences. Nothing super negative from people I, I work with, of course, or else I probably wouldn't mention it here because this is a public format. Um, but <laughs> I I had a lot of a lot of people say like that's awesome, that's amazing, and obviously work was very supportive, and they found someone to sort of take over while I was away. And um, it's sort of a slow season now with it being the winter, so it's a little easier to slot somebody in there temporarily. Um, you know, and it's here, the maximum for, uh, um, the male is nine months, but it, in which you're taking nine? Uh, nine months. Yeah. In which you're taking unemployment. You so much. Well, the, the, and the woman gets a year, so it's three months of maternity, which is to take care of a newborn, but you have, you obviously have to be the mother to take maternity and then nine months of paternity, but in which it's shared between the couples. So Ashley, I am taking, I am effectively taking three months of Ashley's paternity leave which some people would see as you know a, a bad thing i we certainly don't because ashley's still taking a year of unpaid leave uh with with the parental leave which allows her to collect ei i think it is uh and it just means for three months she'll go on unpaid leave which we are able to do and i know a lot of people sure. aren't in that situation but yeah the maximum for uh, the male is is nine months um but again, it's Damn. split between the man and the woman, so or the you know the wife and husband or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, and I know it's different now. Whereas before, uh, my, like my father, I don't think he took any parental leave. He just sort of like no, my dad home. definitely didn't. <laughs> he was just home for like a week and helped take care of him, and then went back to work, and and that was the normal you know, thing. And everything's different these days. Like I was Ash- lucky to be like i was i was i my i was lucky to have my father in the room in the room like like helping my <laughs> helping my mom oh okay <laughs> i thought you meant like in the delivery room for your son i'm like oh interesting yes <laughs> well <laughs> yes, I, that's exactly what i mean well that's the thing and i'm also i'm also kind of joking that's, uh, that's I'm, entirely true i'm not joking my father-in-law was in the delivery room with us and, uh, with Ashley. oh no that was he, a, i was under explicit or no you were under explicit nope. orders to forbid anybody from entering i yes we'll see that for us it was kind of uh, it's interesting they don't necessarily require it but they allow a certain maximum of what they call support people so when we were in the birthing suite it was myself uh my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law who were all helping out in that like i i like to affectionately call it and i got approval from my wife to say this i played the role of the right stirrup <laughs> <laughs> 
the right leg stirrup. So that's it's di- common for men. Yes. Yeah. So I and I didn't know this going in. I figured I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit there and let the professionals handle it. But really, the professionals just did the most important part, which is the actual delivery and, and coaching and whatnot. Um, whereas yeah, myself, my mother-in-law, so, and my sister-in-law all did the whole like holding the legs and the ice chips and and the holding the laughing gas just in case you needed it. It was it was an interesting experience. This is- all right, and okay. Now we're gonna have potential for some weirdness. Okay. Did did she feel like she had to like? Had, is it on camera? Was this videotaped? No, it was okay. not videotaped. She, ref- she, I, I didn't really feel the need to videotape it. Um, right. Contrary to popular belief, people think I like to record everything, but I think that's one of those that, moments. You know that you what? Just... Fair. That that's a fair like generalization to make about you i know and it's because i and i've been doing a lot less lately it's just i like i like to have moments i like to share moments and that's what podcasting has done to me i like to share things that happen and that's and a good thing i think for the most part i think so too and and i've learned over the years when it's time to you know dial it back a bit and, and obviously everything we talked about with uh, with the pregnancy was sort of up to ashley to determine what we wanted to share and what we wanted to hold back obviously with pregnancies and uh delivery and all that there are details that don't you know that don't need to be shared but the nope. there's a That's lot of true. fun in it too and I, my favorite moment uh, well i also have to commend ashley who took no pain meds she didn't make a peep so was that a was that a kind of did she make that resolution prior to going in there Yes, she wanted to have no pain meds because she felt that, and there's nothing wrong with people who do take pain meds, and that was her opinion as well. It's just that she felt that she wanted the baby to have the most normal experience, which was just to have no pain meds, no affecting, lasting effects or or minimal effects when, because that does affect the baby. It makes them a little more drowsy, uh, which can make for that first skin-to-skin contact a little, not quite as... uh, I don't know, impactful, I suppose is the correct term. Like they don't necessarily start to nurse right away and all that fun business. That is what they say. It's what they say. It's, it's, it's not, unfortunately it's not an exact science. There's a lot of stuff that happens that is not exact and you see it too, because it's kind of, it's weird. It's just, you see it in, in the way they talk to you as a patient and, and it's like, oh, only a few more, only a few more. And it's like two hours later and Ashley's just like, yeah, you said yeah, a few yeah, yeah. more. <laughs> You know, and, and that's kind of what they have to do. Yeah, they do. They want to they want to condition your sort of expectations. But uh, it was it was just an awesome experience. And, you know, we uh, Good. the hospital experience was great. Um, Caden did need to go into the NICU for a few days because he had a low blood sugar uh, in which oh, okay. he had a sugar IV, which is completely normal for bigger babies. He was eight pounds, 11 ounces and 22 inches long. So. He was oh, a big, a big baby. one. Yeah, yeah, he was big, and uh, he's perfectly fine now. He's he's awake good. and alert and doing good. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm glad it was a good experience. It I was. Mean, yeah, I was. I I wasn't necessarily worried. Hmm. Oh yeah, like you know, the chances of something bad happening, especially like if everything you you know you had gone, I'd assume gone through regular checkups and done your oh, yeah. done your business so you know complications can happen midstream but i'm glad that you know i'm glad that they didn't well it was it was yeah like uh, we went we are having weekly appointments up until the end and uh we've had yeah. weekly appointments after as well it's very interesting where sure well you're well what's interesting is when they stop 
like you know for the first for the first couple of weeks they want to see you like every other day or you know and then and then all of a sudden they don't want to see you for like another two months i'm like oh okay yeah. that's wait what <laughs> it, it, it's yeah i i'm not sure how it's gonna go i just know that every day that i have home with them has been has been awesome and really okay. it's funny like a lot of people have said like um, it's like, oh, you're trying to pass the bait. Like, we'll go to the family members, and it's like, yeah, hold them, hold them. And it's like, they're a little worried. Like, oh, you don't want to hold your own baby. It's like, dude, we see him all day. And for the most yeah, part, he's crying and, and or feeding or sleeping. So if you want to hold him when he's awake, more power to you. Because uh, we're going to see him for the rest of his life. life and, uh, you know, the people we visit with just want to spend time with him. And it's always nice. Because he loves meeting new people. That's usually when he's the quietest okay. day, when he's t- when he's with other people. And we're sort of in the room, and he just sits there and stares at them. It's it's adorable. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad, man. And, you know, like, you know, we're talking about this, and it's it's good to know what's up with the Murph. It's good to know why people have been missing us. <laughs> yeah, it's been busy. Like, and a lot of, like, well, even I though mean, we're off, people who want to visit and, and spend time with Caden aren't off during the week so weekends are usually when they're stopping by this weekend sure. and probably into the near future have been pretty open just because a lot of people have already come through and, and visited and stuff so we're sort of we're just sort of working our way through it and and um caden's been awesome like we've been, we went to breakfast this morning then went to the mall we were out for like four hours and he just didn't make a peep like he's oh wow he's very comfortable in his car seat and just hanging out and yeah, the kiddos they like they like the cars. They mm-hmm. like the car seats for the most part. Like yeah. at least the ones I've been around. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been great. All right. Well, good deal, brother. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. Good job. Welcome to the, you know, the cult. The cult. Oh, dude, it is a cult. Make no mistake. I'm sorry, folks, but it is. Like w- n- like parents love to share each other's pain and they also like to point out to other people that you don't know the pain that they felt by just being a parent. <laughs> That's what they like doing. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying this happens often. Ah, the pain. I, I, you know what? It's funny. Like, I have not really felt... Like, there's been, obviously... And I found... Actually, I should say this. I found myself saying, like, oh, well, you think he's great now. Like, just wait until he's crying for six hours. And it's like, that shit happens and it's painful, but, like, it's worth every second because he just... He he eventually does calm down. Like, he doesn't stay like that forever. And I know there are some babies... Yeah. What, colicky is the word or something? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, there are definitely some children who just can't be calmed down. Now, that is... Having said that, like, even then they can't that most of them can be calmed down eventually um like you know like as they get older they tend to get better about that kind of thing mm-hmm. now important note i should know that in my family like my brother <laughs> he had his, his daughter man <laughs> she was one of those babies who just could not be calmed down oh it's just one of those things now she's lila is like four now so I mean, she's 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 obviously she's not a, she's not a baby anymore, um, but yeah, like there there were definitely moments where they had to, they had to you know take stock and take a moment and be calm themselves down so they don't <laughs> so they don't leave Lila at a fire station or something. I don't know that that's what they want them to do. I know that I would have wanted to do that. 
Yeah, you, um, and that's the thing, like, when you have a crying baby, you're going to feel frustrated. And I have, and I'm fully uh, fine admitting that there have been times where it's frustrating. Oh, sure. Like, oh, you're, you're, you're being very loud. Uh, and it's kind of just, you know what you do? You just, you, you set him down in a safe place, either his crib or a swing or whatever, and you just step away. Because guess yeah. what? They're very good at crying, and they're very good at continuing to cry. And that doesn't... They are horrible at moving. And yeah, they're terrible. They're very slow, at least at the beginning, and they ain't going anywhere. You tuck a little, you tuck their blankets on their sides. It's like it's like putting they're a turtle done. on its back. It's yeah. not going anywhere. And and you just you can you and obviously you don't take enjoyment in it. You just kind of walk away. You go grab a glass of water or something, and you come back, and then you feel refreshed. And it's kind of like, oh, why did I even put you down? And it's, sure. it's, it goes from there. And I, I don't know. That's that's sort of what I've been employing. And that's the other thing too. It's a good like, attitude. It's a great attitude, and I, I, for me, it's weird because Ashley's the one doing the heavy lifting, obviously, because she's nursing, and I try my best to, like, help out. Um, but at the end of the I, day, it's like he's not being quiet. You have to wake up, and it sucks because I'm the yeah, one that's yeah. – I try my best, but it's like sometimes it, you just got to wake him up. I think you'll find that as time goes on, um, you'll – You'll, assuming that this is what you guys want, you'll be able to share a bit more of the responsibility. Like, you know, at a point he's going to, you know, you are going to be able to give him food. You're yes. going to be able to, like, take care of him a bit better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I hear you. Originally, in, initially, the woman's role is much more, shall we say, attached. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, shall we move on? Let's uh, let's get to actual show stuff. Huh? Yeah, sorry, folks. I figured that uh, we would. No, no, that's what I said. I, I I'll only go through a couple of these. There's been a lot of movement in obviously with the presidential election. And, I didn't even put you know, any of that in there. <laughs> like, yeah, like there's been. I mean, just all kinds of just hellacious nonsense that you just go through, and you just at a point you just kind of tune it out. At least that's what I've done. Like, unless you really love this stuff. Like love the love the chase, love the love the love the drama, but I mean, hey, guess what? Trump said some inflammatory things. There's a shocker. What? Trump, yeah, I know, right? And Bernie and Hillary have led a mostly nice campaign. What? And as a result, the Democratic debates get awfully boring. What? <laughs> is that a bad I, thing? Is that really a bad thing for you guys? If if uh, if a, a Democrat thing is boring. For me, no, not at all. I but, mean, maybe the American people as a. Well, the thing is, is that it depends on how you're gauging these things. If you are judging by popularity of turnout, then yes, it's a bad thing because people don't want to. People don't want to watch television to watch the Democrats pat each other on the back. Like that's the thing is like people are people are watching the Republican debate because it's such a sh- it's not only just a shit show but it's a just them screaming at each other. Hmm. That's that's the reason. But see that see that what I just said is a gauge on entertainment. It has nothing to do with policy or good governance. It's just it, it's just entertainment, which is why Trump is such you know, why people like watching him is because he's an entertainer. It, it's what he does so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, we don't really. I don't think people watch our election campaigns for entertainment. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you guys need to it, maybe focus on not making it entertaining. But see, that's. I mean, you just indicted the American people. So sorry. Like, I don't think they're going to do that. 
In fact, I know they're not. Why? Most people know they're not. Why? Because <laughs> Why? it's boring. Oh. Just like I said, just because it's boring. Hey, like, you guys have gonna, a problem They're not going to watch television being... if it's boring. But why do you need to... Why does everything need to be entertaining? Like, why does why does something that is that is going to run the country for four years need to be entertaining? Should, uh, it should be boring because running a country about... should be boring. If it's boring, nothing's happening, which is good because you don't want bad things to happen, which is usually when things get less boring. Ryan Murphy, everybody, <laughs> thank you. Just... No, you're. I mean, you're right. I I, I don't dis- necessarily disagree with you. Um, but it's hard to see it actually happening. I understand that. I, uh, you know, I didn't mind the Democratic debate. I really didn't. Um, I can see why less people turned out to watch it. That's just the way it is. Like, you know, I was I was just looking for the less. I, I'm going right now. See, my voting pattern is I'm going to vote for the least crazy person. So that, <laughs> that you know, right now that's pretty. I can pretty much eliminate most of the Republican candidates. The least crazy because person. The least crazy person. You know what? I don't, I don't. It's been a while since we've done a show. So the one thing I noticed about the American uh, election was the Republicans. Uh, Ted Cruz, who obviously uh-huh. is having this issue of, or rather, not having the issue of of uh, what is it? Uh, the birth debate. You know, because he was legally born in Canada, right? And uh, yes, he was. It's funny how, and it's not funny because it's it's kind of racist. Actually, it's not kind of. It's it's absolutely and utterly racist. You're allowed to be racist against your own people. Uh, no. Well, okay. But anyways, what I was trying to say is basically <laughs> that it's crazy that there's no one is batting an eyelash about Ted Cruz being born in Canada and like demanding he. I, I know it's not true, but it, it, in comparison to what Obama went through. It's pretty oh, ridiculous. Yeah. It's very ridiculous. And it kind of is this shining beacon of what the fuck, America? Like, <laughs> what the actual... What are you doing? I, Why? <laughs> I think I think they're holding that one in to see if Ted Cruz is an actual threat. You think be once he becomes a threat, they'll... Uh... If, he, if he becomes a front runner, like he is, he kind of is now. It's getting there. Um... I think as we get closer to the Republican primary, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. If he's like the front runner, they're going to attack him on that 100%. Okay. Like they already kind of have, I mean, shocker, Trump started this. So that's that's kind of, I think that's where this is going to go. I just want to make sure if we're going to be dicks, we be equal opportunity dicks, you know? Like, if we're going to call into uh, into action about where some... And then that's the funny thing, is that Obama was actually born in the States, whereas right. Ted Cruz was not. And there's actual not, proof yeah, that he was all. not. And that's the crazy <laughs> I, part. Like, why is this... And you're right. Like, once he probably comes more of a legitimate threat, they will probably throw it in his face, and it'll be, gosh, shit. And is it an actual rule, or... Yes. So it is an actual rule that can it is an disqualify rule. I'm not him. saying it's a... I'm not saying it's a good rule, but it is a rule. Oh, it's you a terrible have, like, rule. But I'm just throwing it out there that, like, it, is it a rule think, that can have someone disqualified? Uh, you, uh, the rule, the hard and fast rule is you need to have been born in the United States. Now, that it, the reason this has become under some debate is because one of his parents, I forget which, I'll look it up. One of his parents is was an American citizen. Yeah. So that means that 
he kind of was. Meaning he was kind of an American citizen. So it, it's it hasn't become a thing yet. Um, I'm certain it will be, especially if he becomes like if he becomes the Republican candidate um, for president. I think that's what people are going to talk about. Um, I know he renounced his Canadian citizenship, so yeah. I don't. I, I mean, who knows if that is actually a good thing? Like, if that means anything at all. Like, I think, like, just in terms of the policy, I understand the reason for it. I understand the reason for why people would want someone to be born here. Um, having said that, if you're an immigrant and you've been in this country for a good long time and you become a citizen, I, I don't see a reason why you shouldn't be able to become president. I think that's kind of stupid. But, yeah, it, it, Ted Cruz is – it's going to be interesting, that's for sure, because, like, nobody debates this. He was born in he shoot where was he born? He was born in Calgary, like he was born there. So, you know, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who knows? This may be an actual like this may spark some interesting discussion about whether or not that's a good legitimate thing to have. You know what I mean? Like maybe this will actually like ha- maybe we can actually finally have that conversation of maybe this is not a good thing to have in place, meaning the law that you. In order to be president, you have to do certain things. Like there are other rules. So did you know that? Uh, no. What other rules? Like, hang on. Like yeah. So one of the one of the uh, rules. I'm looking up the list. Uh, off the top of my head, you need to be um, you need to be 35 years old at least. Okay. In order to be. That's yeah. a good rule. So, That's a good rule. Yeah. So I mean, there's that. And, of course, there's the birther thing. And there's, like, see, that's the thing. Like, it's funny. You look up, just Google requirements to be president. And the first link is from, uh, like, I think it's Politico. But it is, it is the question of whether or not Ted Cruz is eligible. <laughs> so, anyway, yes. Um, basically, you have to be a natural-born citizen in the United States. Uh, 35 years old, I already said. And you have to, not only that, you have to have lived in the United States for the past 14 years. 14 years? Yeah. Well, why don't they just strict, like, like you said, get rid of the birther rule and then well, see, keep the 14 years? Well, year? okay. And those 14 years don't necessarily have to be consecutive, oh, well. but they had to have been a resident in the United States for 14 years. I think that's a, that's a fine rule to me. I don't mind the rule. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, it's just like, that one whatever. that's a little weird because I mean, a, yeah. a country, a country built on being on immigrants, Im- immigration yeah. is, is is weird to uh, kind of totally. throw immigration under the bus. Like it's weird. It do- and don't you guys like celebrate multiple holidays about immigration? I don't know. I may be thinking of holidays about immigration. I don't think so. No, not think well. Okay, not one. like you know everybody has their own holidays. Like we have Cinco de Mayo. We have a, a bunch of different holidays that people celebrate from their you know for that mm-hmm. are you know originated from their home country right so yeah um and by the way like and so there's that and so this whole bertha thing i think is going to come up okay That's well my, you, uh, just as long as there's this there's this smoking gun in the back pocket to get rid of ted cruz i'm cool with that because i can't <laughs> imagine what this world will be like if Ted Cruz wins or Donald Trump wins, I'm, I'm looking at America as being like, you guys are worried about fallen 
flat on your face from um, from Bush or Obama or whatever your beliefs are. Like, but man, Ted Cruz or Donald Trump is going to run that country into the ground. Like, let's be honest. There's no uh, way in hell they do a good job, right? I will. <laughs> no problem. Uh, sorry, I'm setting you up. To- like to answer either you're gonna piss off a bunch of people who think they at least have a chance or you're gonna piss off the people who think no crazy well see that's the thing is like whether or not they have the chance wasn't the question right like do they have a chance maybe i don't think i still i maintain that i don't think that donald trump is going to be president um he, I think there was something he did i think with... he's just kind of i think he's kind of playing like yeah. I, and I don't mean playing politics i mean playing i don't know that he even really cares <laughs> Like, I don't think he actually cares about becoming president. I think he's just doing it because he knows that he can play the game. It's a fun game, especially when you're bored of building giant towers in other countries. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. So, I mean, yeah, there's that. And by the way, breaking news. Hmm. Um, you, you, I don't know if you're familiar. We, one of our, uh, one of our justices is, uh, died. Oh, no. Yeah, Justice Scalia. He was appointed, I think he was appointed by Bush 2. Wasn't that that weird guy who had some pretty bad yeah, opinions? He, he's ultra, ultra conservative. One okay. of the more conservative people on the bench, on the on the Supreme Court. So, yeah, he died very suddenly. And so now we're going through this whole rigmarole. Of, I think he died, like, yesterday. But, yeah, now we're having the... Now everybody is talking about, well, okay, what is what has to happen at this point? Because do we have to wait? before the next president to be there or can obama push something through like all these justices have to be approved mm-hmm. by the congress and the senate so yeah it, it's going to be an interesting game that is going to have to be played because like right now the republicans control both meaning they have the vote mm-hmm. so if everyone votes on party lines that means that like any they can more or less veto any justice that goes through right um, so i think what's going to end up happening is they're just going to be playing this long game of trying to delay this going through until uh, the next president comes in ah uh, man you just, yeah and and, yeah, and you, you think it's just basically because uh because they don't want obama to pick has he picked somebody yes. he's picked somebody before. uh he did he picked yeah. um a sotomayor Okay. Like I think so was, he's uh, he's got someone he's got someone on the team so that's good at least he and had... one one of the justices is actually retiring this year oh so two seats open is a big deal yeah um so anyway yeah that's that's what's that's what's going on in the recent news uh Ryan I think I should move on to this um, vote for Canada I yeah. actually I, I dug this video vote for Canada vote for Canada um yeah, this is gonna play hang on Let's get this up. Uh, this is Canada for President, everybody, 2016. Because really, there's no other option. Oh, hello, America. It's us, Canada. As your whitest neighbor, we realize you don't think about us very much. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes being on your radar isn't such a good thing. But we've been thinking about you. And oh. I think I speak for all Canadians when I say, what the fuck? I don't know. Your country is on fire, and your leaders are whittling sticks for their marshmallows. What? Right now, Congress is debating whether guns have the right to marry other guns. True. And what is this? Uh, it's Trump. What is it? I don't know. Did America lose a bet? Yes. And who suffers from this nonsense? You do. It's the true. good citizens of the United States, whose only crime is turning out for elections in embarrassingly low numbers. 
by the way, just quick pause here. I love his sweatshirt. It is it is very it is very ugly and kind of appropriate at the same time. On the one side there is a moose, on the other side there is a bald eagle. It's super it, Canadian. So yeah. while we appreciate the flood of American refugees fleeing our direction, we've decided maybe it's <laughs> our turn to hang on. I love the idea that we're refugees needing to flee to Canada, which, by the way, we might start. That nomenclature might actually be adopted should I, Trump become president. Yeah, I mean, we have a spare bedroom if, if you need to leave and come to Canada. I, there, uh, I will say I have no problem telling you that um, Aaron and I have had serious discussions about what should happen if, like, if certain people are elected president. That's pretty crazy that you feel the need to even have that conversation. <laughs> Our leader is be is like, oh, we better we better get that. Our leader is being here. ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's just no. I it, like I think it, in all honesty, like it, the, with the, I don't think we're ever. Someone sane won't here. get elected. Like no one crazy is gonna. No, like, I think you're fine. That's not true. Oh, I, I, people crazy people have been elected before. Okay, who name one? I'm just saying, Bush two. It wasn't that bad, right? It was pretty. He was. Country's still standing, though. Country is still standing. He was rough. He was rough. But he he was such a... Oh, man. Some of the stuff he said, man. Mission accomplished. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was uh, was borderline unbearable. It really was. It was just bad. But anyway, uh, here, let's listen to it a little bit more. Come to your house. So we are once again declaring our candidacy for Uh, president of the United States of America. Not me, not Prime Minister Centerfold, but all of us. 34 million of the politest people you will ever meet. Working in shifts as your new Commander-in-Chief. Now, we were a little disappointed when you didn't elect us in 2012. But we're Canada, so we just went to the doctor and got our feelings checked for free. Now, we're grateful America has been carrying Canada on its back for years. But now it's our turn to carry you. How will we make America better? I don't know. We'll open one free... All right, that's plenty. <laughs> yeah, he, he goes on to mention more fun things. But, uh, yeah, no, I vote Canada. Vote Canada. So I, I think that's it. I saw that video a while ago, and it's like, this is perfect. This is, like, that's cute. for our I video. I like that. We'll put that, we'll put that video in here, right? Yeah, of course, we'll put the video in the notes. But it's just, it's one of those parody videos. And obviously, like, we have no interest in running because it's crazy, and we don't have two years to devote to campaigning. I mean, we're too busy. Uh uh, being a country so um you guys are on your own and uh good luck promise we're all counting on you <laughs> <laughs> all right fine yeah sorry i, I you know what's funny is like i i don't have a whole lot of problem <laughs> with what any part of what you're saying so you're saying canada should annex america really is what you're saying no. Wasn't there no, a no, game? No, no, there was no, a video game not. where that happened. I think it was uh was what? it Deus Ex? Maybe it was Deus Ex. What are you talking about right now? I don't know. I'm just making gibberish. I'm I'm oh. I'm no sleep. No, that's true. I'm no sleep. It, by the <laughs> way, that gets better, just so you know. Like I, I just I feel the need to I feel like everybody should be told that as new parents. Like it it the sleep thing gets better. I don't know. I kinda like having no sleep. It's like I'm I'm high all the time. It's great. And at one point, you will be legally uh, insane. Perfect. Okay, cool. Um, let's do one more story. Okay. What do you? What, what should we do? 
uh, I think this rally song has to be played. Like, just the first 30 seconds. Like oh, the Trump rally song? I mean, it's the perfect follow-up to what we were just talking about. <laughs> like, All right, seriously, enough. what is this? What the fuck? <laughs> All right, let's go. <sighs> I'm already uncomfortable. Cowardice. Cowardice. Are you serious? Are you serious? Apologies for freedom. I can't handle this. Huh? This is an well, actual Trump rally. Answer the call. On your feet. Stand up tall. Freedom. By the way. All right, just so everybody's clear here. Yeah. Everybody's seen this, right? Okay, this, fine. This is, this is kind of no. uh, old news, but it's still no, great no, news. But, all right. That's true. This is what you have to do. Rewatch the video. Mm-hmm. You Obviously, the three girls, it looks super weird. And just those girls are going to regret this someday, I promise. <laughs> if not already. Next. The, the comedy is all in the audience right behind them. Yeah, they're all enjoying it. It's so... Well, no. That's so... Some of them are enjoying it too much. Mm -hmm. Others are having the role of the us and going like, what the actual fuck am I watching? (laughs) Some of those looks are pretty damn creepy. Others are just like... Like, there's one guy back here who simply does not give a shit. He's just looking at his phone. (laughs) Yeah. Who's on our shoulders? USA! That's Can't enough. Do it. Can't do it. Stop it. Uh, there's one woman who's recording this. Yeah. Um, there's older women that are getting super into it. Older men that are getting super into it. See, that's, that's the that's problem what, is that they are the hardcore voters, right? Like you, if you can have cute kids saying nonsense to get trick old people into voting, like that's a real problem, Paul. We shouldn't be tricking old people into. Voting. You know what? That's probably true. Yeah, just throwing it No, out. seriously. Like, that's probably true. Like, you like you would be shocked. Oh, my God, dude. You'll wait for this. Okay. We're going back to the kid talk. Sorry. Sure. You, you would not believe the numbers that come out for just five minutes of a Christmas play. Like, your child is going to be in a Christmas play for f- literally, not even five minutes, four minutes. Like, mm-hmm. two songs that are very short. And everybody is going to show up for them. Everybody. <laughs> Cool. Just for those four minutes, yeah, they I'm will fine. be packed. And just a little side note: you haven't lived until you've witnessed the complete meltdown of a Christmas play. I <laughs> just look watching a preschool per- Christmas play is just—I mean, <laughs> like mm. you get the personality of those kids so so well. It's fantastic. I look forward to it wholeheartedly. All right, cool. All right, Ryan. I anything else before we get out of here? We've been on for a while. No, uh, that's about everything. I think uh, I think it's good to be back. I'm excited, and hopefully, we'll be able to at least uh, keep it up. Uh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's been yeah, good. and I think we're you're probably at a point where we can you know do regular stuff for me too. Like I think I think we'll you folks you find folks can expect more regular stuff from us. Yeah, I look forward to it. And to be honest, this is sort of like our key time because there's going to be content every week with what's going on with uh, with with uh, your elections coming up. It's only going to get better. Oh, and House of Cards yes. is back uh, in the start of March. Oh, I can't wait. 
it's good times, man. Yeah, you guys have an election, and uh, Netflix is providing solid American content for me to watch. <laughs> kind of the backbone of this show. House of Cards yes. and Donald Trump. <laughs> Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Send us an email or two. We like hearing from you guys. A big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. Um, as always, feedback and reviews are appreciated. It'll help us know that you guys are out there and wanting more. Uh, you can find me at PeaceSwickard on Twitter. You can find Ryan at R. Murphy. Ryan, I'll see you next week, man. Yeah, have a good one. This is Koreth with your random Canadian fact. The northernmost permanently inhabited place in the world is Alert in the Nunavut Territory. Being only 817 kilometers, or 508 miles, from the North Pole, at the very northeastern tip of Ellesmere Island, the warmest average temperature it reaches is in July at only 3.4 degrees Celsius, or 38.1 degrees Fahrenheit. Because of the location, it experiences polar night from the middle of October until February, and the midnight sun from the beginning of April until the beginning of September. That's a lot more than 30 days of night. Thanks for listening. Follow me at Korath on Twitter.